The following podcast contains strong language and ridiculous cartoon scenarios conjured up by two self-proclaimed comedy wizards. Between you and me, they're more like Saturday morning court jesters fueled by sugary cereal. But either way, the opinions expressed and presented are mere musings, so please humor their well-intentioned hijinks with a laugh and not by taking anything they say seriously. Unless, of course, you want to pay them to say something else. Could always use a new pair of shoes. Hello and welcome to ReviewParty.com. I'm Brent. I'm Matt. This is a podcast. Mm -hmm. If you don't know what that is, well, we've made it pretty far. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) This is a comedy podcast. Mm, I've added a genre. Whoa, 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 whoa. Um, And uh, so this one, this is a podcast that makes you laugh. How do we make you laugh? Uh, A magician never reveals his secrets. (laughs) (laughs) But... uh, the laughter is sort of built around, I will say, uh, internet reviews from places like Google, Yelp, um, Amazon, SpaceJam.com, and various other sundry reviewing sites. Yep. I, I, don't got, I don't got any funny stuff to say before we get to some. Get to one this Me neither. Week. So I'm just going to pull this one up. Um, I got a pair of reviews here. Four, um, <laughs> from Amazon. Four, the Giga Pump 2.0 electric portable air pump, 1300 mAh battery rechargeable pump, <laughs> ultra mini infiltrator deflator pump for swimming, rings, air mattress, bed pool toy with 400 LMS light. <laughs> okay, you can only use it five times before you gotta <laughs> recharge that, right? <laughs> I mean, Giga Pump, that's gotta have five pp. <laughs> it's <laughs> it's the giga pump bro it's just a little electronic pump and i have two conflicting reviews here so uh i'm just gonna let them battle it out we'll see what happens the first one is from kevin west he writes hurricane in a can <laughs> kevin writes zero dislikes i am shocked at the power this little thing has above and beyond my expectation genius design all the adapters you could ever need to either inflate or deflate anything requiring air. Even has an adapter that fits those loose vacuum seal bags. This invention has been a long time coming and has finally arrived. Highly recommend this. Five stars. <laughs> this dude's never seen anything like this. If he's got an adapter for everything, that does sound pretty go-go gadget. That's. <laughs> I know what I'm getting you for Christmas. <laughs> no, what it made me think of prior to Go Go Gadget Inspector uh, was the the great classic movie Mystery Men. Have mm-hmm. you seen? You, you know, okay. Of course, <laughs> the, the hurricane in a can, man. <laughs> Completely non-lethal. You'll throw it out there. What uh, what what little gang do they hit with the hurricane in a can? I don't remember. Like the Disco Squad or something. The Disco Squad, they get hurricaned up. Uh, well, uh, before we continue on about the Mystery Men and, mm-hmm. and Mr. Furious and uh, the Human Spleen, uh, let's Custom hear what... Frankenstein. <laughs> let's hear what Teresa R. has to say. I, I remembered these being conflicting because I saw some negative ones, <laughs> but I may have lied. Uh, She titles the review, Wonderful. She writes, Ordered this for winter weekend backpacking. It's way brighter than expected. I was a bit annoyed with it at first because I kept turning on the pump when I was trying to turn on my light. But, But by the second night, I mastered it. The pump wasn't super fast, but it's better than using the airbag. I like it enough that I will probably add it to my pack for the PCT trip next year. Five stars. She was just kind of sh- talking shit about it the whole time. I gave it five stars. <laughs> but, but she was dumb. <laughs> like, well, I was fumbling around in the dark and I thought it was a light, but it was. I thought it was. Oh. That's not object permanence. She just doesn't remember. Where she's setting shit down is what that sounds like to me. (laughs) Like, let me tell you about some things that really suck in the dark. (laughs) Hang on. (laughs) 
<laughs> don't, don't, don't. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, I really hate my, my pants. My ex-wife. <laughs> <laughs> that is, is not where I was going. Uh, my my pants, uh, Doer brand is, is the is the pants they suck in the dark because you know what i tried to put them on turns out it, it was a pillowcase the whole time then no wonder i couldn't get my leg through <laughs> where are these darn legos why is the crotch space in these pants so deep <laughs> so yeah judging judging something uh <laughs> on your mistakes in the dark <laughs> you know it would be really <laughs> bad if it's dark out and you put your pants on, turns out it was a t-shirt upside down. Oh, no. You, you don't turn want the that. lights on in the mess hall, <laughs> you you know, where the neck hole is, is not ideal. That's that's prime dangly situation. <laughs> prime dangling doodad. That's a, <laughs> the party hatch that you can't close. You know what I mean? Unless you got a stapler, but that's tender area. Don't make a mistake. <laughs> What do you want a stapled clothes neck? Yeah, like, at that collar. point you gotta you gotta brace it. You take it off. You put it on, and you do the little pull down, the pull down dance. Oh, oh yeah. I wonder if you could do like a, a tie situation that would make it a okay. Oh, do a little di- <laughs> a little diaper, <laughs> a little sumo wrestler uh, yeah. t shirt diaper. <laughs> I'm just picturing. Somebody getting caught in a spotlight <laughs> and their little butt cheeks are out there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Nothing's funnier than getting caught in the, getting the, the spotlight, <laughs> catching the sheen on the, the butt cheek, <laughs> that butt cheek sheen. Sound the alarm. His butt's out. <laughs> we wouldn't have sent the dogs if his ass cheek wasn't hanging out. We didn't want to mess with that. Don't move. We've got your pants. <laughs> we, we're going to put this guy in pants forever. He'll never have his little ass cheeks hanging out again. <laughs> or his little dangly doos. Uh, anyway, the the pump. The Giga Pump. The Giga Pump 2.0. That, I mean, Giga Pump. If you've got an inflatable mattress or something, or like a, an inner tube that you're going to use out on the water, mm-hmm. this thing is probably a lifesaver. Because you're yeah. not going to give your little asthmatic kid the thing and just watch them turn blue trying to blow that sucker up. That's the thing about air mattresses. They all they all come with that 70-pound <laughs> yeah. pump that makes them as loud as hell. Packing about 4D batteries and then just make sure you don't f- flip the switch in the middle of the night. <laughs> <laughs> you get fired right off. But yeah, this thing really is uh, handheld. So it's not fast, but I mean, beggars can't be choosers, can they? No, it's got multiple applications. Yeah, this does look pretty neat. This is a little gift idea. Put that in your back pocket, Review Party yeah. Faithful, for those <laughs> I, I don't want it. inflatable mattress enjoyers out there. If, or if by chance you have a collection of inflatable animals that you <laughs> <laughs> love uh, unconditionally. Or an inflatable young lady that you love. You know, yeah. she's always deflating. This, uh, the Giga Pump can help you do your thing. Uh, do you have a review? Yeah, I've got I've got a pair of reviews. Do you want the pair that actually is conflicting, or do you want the, a pair that aren't conflicting? Uh, let's let's <laughs> save me from being a liar and okay. give it a conflicted <laughs> pair. I've got a pair of reviews from Influencer.com. Let's. Go question by, by, mark. Yeah, let's uh, let's move along. <laughs> A trepidatious let's go. <laughs> uh, these are reviews for Reese's Minis Unwrapped. If you're unfamiliar, if you're uh, if you know what these are, there's a little bag bag of baby Reese's. You gotta mess with the foil. You don't gotta mess with the paper. They're little baby Reese's all up in the bag. <laughs> They're all up in there. <laughs> this is a review. I'm trying. One of them is going to make us angrier than the other. (laughs) This is a review from Tracy M. Uh, Tracy M. writes, I found out about these whilst talking to my 89 years old mum. We were speaking about her time in the forces. She was telling me about what they used to do to glam up. Pencil line down the back of the legs to look like they were wearing tights, etc. 
She's from a town with a port, so always large ships arriving. Despite being after the WW2, she was in the Navy. That's how she found American chocolate. <laughs> she said she was given it by the American men over there. I took her shopping one day, and we were taking her time, and she spotted Reese's and also Hershey's in, <laughs> in the supermarket. I picked up a packet of both for her. We sat at home with a cuppa, and that was the first time that I tried these little cups of heaven. The chocolate was like nothing in the UK. Chocolate, a totally different taste, creamy and rich. And then the unexpected nut in the middle. <laughs> Pure heaven. I'm always posting her a few packets when I stop off at a supermarket and see them. For me, now they are too rich in flavor, but she still likes them. And it always triggers memories for her. And to be honest, <laughs> I sent her them to hear about her stories. They are expensive here, but getting her to talk about her times long ago, for me, is priceless. Five stars. Nothing fills the old subconscious full of forgotten memories more than that surprise mouthful of nut. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, my. This reminds me of those American sailors. <laughs> um... <laughs> <laughs> uh, the American sailors. Yeah, that was a weird detail. She lived in the port town, so there's many men coming and going with various candies and delights. I love to hear her stories. <laughs> uh, I, I, Reese's cups are undeniably a perfect American candy. Yeah, yeah. It Unbeatable. does strike me, though. You, you hear so often how European... People in general are like mm. American chocolate. Or they look down upon what is us. This vile, putrid stuff. It's sure. got the same chemicals as vomit. And we're like, we. You're right. It it does. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> Sorry, we like it. <laughs> Sorry, we fucks with it, my dude. <laughs> it's just the way we are. Uh. But I guess it's just heartwarming to see someone actually appreciating what we have to offer for once. Mm, yeah, right. Uh, here's one that, that I, I think is going to unhinge both of our minds. This is a review from Spooky S. And this is a spooky review. Uh, spooky writes, I know a lot of you will disagree with me, but this is my opinion. I really strongly dislike peanut butter so much, but I know some people obviously really like it. But I really like chocolate a lot. So I thought maybe Reese's would taste good with chocolate, despite me not like peanut butter. <laughs> so I gave it a try, and I immediately spit it out, because, my opinion, it tasted worse with chocolate. So I never ate it again. But if you like these treats for you, there's nothing wrong with the company and anything with the product. It's just <laughs> I don't like peanut butter and chocolate mixed together one star. <laughs> He's so guilty. Who heard him? <laughs> He came here. He had to speak his truth. Someone put him down for his uh, his his hate of the nut, the <laughs> nut butter. It is as, as uplifting as that first one was, even if it was weird. Uh, there's nothing more demoralizing than someone leaving a Reese's review saying, "I just don't like chocolate and peanut butter together." It's, yeah, it's kind of like... <laughs> what did you think was going to happen? <laughs> yeah, it makes me think, well, then you're not the kind of person I want weighing these reviews. <laughs> yeah, don't tip, don't put a finger on the scale here, Spooky. Right. When, when I am looking for a new, <laughs> I don't know, what's the niche, Japanese role-playing game to play on my... Uh, on my, my, my freaking PlayStation You're looking for a bit, of a bit of an isekai, right? Sure. And I, so I'm looking for a guy who also likes that type of stuff to read a review to decide whether it's a good one or not. You know, I don't want to read a review from someone who just hates the genre. <laughs> I hate shooters, but this shooter that that also has squids in it. Uh, I thought I, I would thought... like it because of the squids. <laughs> because I love squids. <laughs> Turns out it ain't for me. I hate squids and, and shooters. Turns out you have to shoot the squids. <laughs> Opposite of what I wanted. <laughs> I thought this, uh... 
you know, I don't like hotels, but I thought this hotel had a water park in it, so I thought I might like the hotel. You like water, I like parks? water parks? Okay. But I still had to stay in a hotel zero out of five. <laughs> if only there was some way you could have foreseen this this coming down the pipeline. <laughs> Uh, I I thought the route that they were going to go was they were going to brutally <laughs> like dissect. Scoop it out. <laughs> yes, get rid of the peanut butter and see if they just like the Reese's chocolate. Yeah, everyone and everyone knows Reese's is known for its chocolate. <laughs> and uh, this is much more heinous. <laughs> they they Did they take out the peanut butter and squirt in their own chocolate? Oh, that's what that I is, thought was happening. That's a startling image. Yeah. Uh, Reese's does sell its own branded peanut butter. I don't think they sell their I'm, own branded chocolate. I've had their branded peanut butter. If you want the most, like, <laughs> peanut butter, American peanut butter there is, just straight up, like... 50% sugar. Yeah, smooth 50% sugar. If you're looking for that for some kind of recipe... Oh, Yeah. It is exactly what you want. Put that stuff on a slip and slide. You're go- you're golden. Yeah, but it's definitely not the daily. You do not want to be that your daily jam to go with that. You know what I mean? <laughs> you will die. Uh-uh. You will die. That is it. It is a grenade of sludge. <laughs> um, I have a little a little quick one we can do here. I think. Okay. From, this one is from Amazon again for Bandai Hobby Gundam Wing number 236 Gundam Heavy Arm Bandai Spirits uh, HGAC 1 out of 144 scale. So this is a little uh, a little build your own Gundam Little Japanese guy. robot model. Um, and Liz Jacobs says... Sorry, I was going to say the mm. the scale doesn't tell me much... But that's just that's a me problem because I don't know the life size of a of a Gundam. Oh, uh, I think I, I you know you're putting me on the spot here. Gundam. <laughs> I know it's got to fit. It's got to fit a guy inside at some I've, point. I've seen a, a life size Gundam. I have a laser light show on it in 250 Japan. feet tall. What are we what are we talking we're, here? We're talking 18 meters or or 60 feet. Okay. Okay. Solid dude. Okay. Big dude, bro. So yeah, as big as a big building, right? I'm glad you 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 wondered about that. What exactly <laughs> is one to 144 scale? Uh, because it's relevant to the review. Oh, a clue into that is the title here. She titles it "Small, Small, Small," <sighs> and writes, "Now, if you already know that these things are small, then they are perfect for you." Myself, on the other hand, had no idea they were as small as they were. But hey, to each their own. Husband still had fun putting it together. Lull. Five stars. <laughs> I don't know that to each their own applies here. <laughs> like, you you didn't set that up properly. <laughs> uh, I just, how big did you think this, this giant robot model was going to be? Surely it must say somewhere in the listing that it's like... 4.75 inches tall right, right, something like that. I could look for it right now, but I know for a fact that, that that's true. Not to mention the pictures of it that other people took. Come on now. How how big... I Did she think it was going to be as big as a car? As you big as a building? A, a, new, a new man in the house? Like some people got the little Italian chef guy. Like, hey, like oh, a little, sure. Little cute Italian. Some people have a crocodile or like, or like you're an, talking Anubis. like a little a little three four foot statue. She wanted hey, of this. Check out our little guy over there. <laughs> put a drink on in his hand. It's pretty pretty awesome. One of his hands is a uh, Gatling gun. Yeah, that one's oh. not the one that can hold a beer. <laughs> I mean, it's a more of a conversation starter than a little ceramic or ceramic pig would be, you know. This, this yeah, yeah, this glowing-eyed Japanese robot built for future stylistic future warfare. I mean, if you had some possibly mental, uh, mentally created 
debilitation uh, s- such that, that you had a little fragile menagerie of creatures. Mm. Uh, I think an addition like this would really, really get you up out of the house. So you think this is a great gift for a grandmother that loves to collect uh, little yeah. glass baby She's got dolls. a crystal deer. She's got a little, little giraffe with such a fragile neck. Oh, my goodness. You said Grams? Gundam. This, look at this. Look at this badass little dude. I know you love little dudes, Grandma. Got a little dude. I was examining your little dudes, and I noticed you have ver- little dudes of various different genres, Grandma. Grandma's going to be like, wasn't that a 144 scale? You're like, yeah, you're dang right it is, Grandma. Good eye. Oh, you use uh, you use model paint for this? Oh, that's high quality stuff. I can see you put on the pre-coat. Grandma's already an expert. What can I say, Grandma? Only the best. Oh, this is posable? That's wonderful. I'll put him right here next to... I'll, I'm going to name him Donathan and put him right <laughs> near, here next to Turbo the Pig. <laughs> Oh, what a team. Yeah, Turbo the Pig and, and Donathan the Heavy Arms Gundam. <laughs> Grandma likes the ones with the heavy arms. Now, I don't think you can get a much heavier arm than a giant minigun. <laughs> <laughs> That's why they named them Heavy Arms. Yeah, I mean, I think th- I think you're right. Some gunplay would look great, and uh, you know, on Grandma's mantle next to the little, <laughs> little crystalline figures. If anything, it'd make going over there more fun. Right, Grandma? Can I play with heavy arms? No, he's a collector's <laughs> item. Oh, aw. that's your inheritance. Don't fuck with that. <laughs> that's all you're getting from me. Don't don't talk like that, Grandma. Uh, Granny Gunpla, dude. That's where it's at. You know, there's somewhere out there. There's a grandma building sweet little Gundam models for sure. I do want to fucking know how big she thought this thing was, though? Because <laughs> it's the size of a stinking action figure. Like, what did you think? You know, hey, are you like two feet tall, eight feet tall? What do you want? <laughs> like, Especially- did she just think it would be? Like five inches taller, or did she think it would be like five feet taller? I do, there's no <laughs> way to know. Granted, it's a model, and and I don't know how much what the price is like or, or on those these days, but mm-hmm. there's got to be some indication that you're not getting <laughs> a seven foot tall centaur. Sure, <laughs> when it costs you thirty nine ninety nine. Yeah, this I think this is a. Uh, $22. I think that's a little expensive for this size of Gunpla, maybe. So I, I'm thinking there's smaller, cheaper ones, bro. So this isn't even tiny, tiny. Uh, Man, I remember when I was a kid, these things were $7. Wow. But there are, there are bigger ones. There's like master grade ones that are a little, you know, a little less on the scale. I'll even look. But... Those things go from being, you know, small action figures to pretty big action figures. Uh huh. Not <laughs> small action figures to uh, Yoda sized action figures. Yeah, the Master Grade is a uh, hundred scale, one out of a hundred scale. So not that, not that much huger. Not that much, no. Oh, and then there, excuse me, excuse me, uh, I know there's some Gunpla nerds listening, there's also Perfect Grade, which, uh, I don't even see the scale. I think it's, oh, 1 in 72 scale. Still. Get there. there. Not as big as Yoda. (laughs) Uh, Well, I hope she finds her, her... properly sized giant robot for her husband someday yeah i mean it sounds like he enjoyed it yeah Yeah, that's the thing it sounds like he was pretty stoked on this little model he got to put together to each their own i suppose (laughs) i guess uh let's take a break let's both build some gunpla and marvel at how small they are this is supposed to be a giant robot (laughs) 
Hey, everybody. Thank you for listening to our lovely little podcast. If you'd like to go above and beyond in supporting our show or have the most fabulous conversation starters since sliced bread, go to reviewparty.com.com. Click on shop and explore some fabulous t-shirt designs. Where's your favorite place to wear a t-shirt? On my body. <laughs> mine, mine is at the store. <laughs> that is a good place to wear a t-shirt. Reviewparty.com.com. Click shop. Why stop there? Don't stop now. Don't stop me now because I'm buying a t-shirt. I'm buying a shirt. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the second half of the episode and welcome to me, you, and meme reviews. Ugly Garfield Part 2. Let's go. Let's go. If you don't know what's going on, go listen to last week's episode or uh, take a long walk off a short pier. (laughs) 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 Or I'll have to recap really quickly. Me, you, and meme review is the segment where we take products that get meme status like Bic for her pens and we analyze the history of the product and its funniest reviews. And then the second week, we get the product ourselves, test it, write a real review, and then have a funny, funny review, too. Got it? Cool. This is the Ugly Garfield. If you don't know Ugly Garfield, are you even a a citizen of the the world? (laughs) Ugly Garfield is known by many names. The one I'm looking at right now is an Amazon listing for My Superstar Cute Garfield the Cat Plush Dolls Gifts Toys Plush Pills Boys Girls Yellow Cat Animal Cartoon Figures Dot, 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 18 inches. It's Amazon's choice for my superstar, <laughs> cute Garfield the cat plush. Yeah. And before we move on too much, uh, you know, I studied abroad and I took a class on how to study abroad and be a good world citizen is something they talk about a lot. Lesson one was actually, it just said, being a good world citizen 101 colon ugly Garfield. There it is. I hope that joke was worth interrupting you. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, so you may have seen this somewhere on the social medias. That's why we're talking about it because it's popular. Uh, here's here's a funny review from Caden L. Titles a review. Beautiful. I have never felt this fulfilled. I have canceled all of my future therapy appointments and have stopped <laughs> taking my antidepressants. Garbofield is all I need now. He is my only source of serotonin. He is a lovely little companion and has made all of my friends leave me. But that doesn't matter. If they were real friends, they would have stayed around to get to know him. 10 out of 10, definitely would buy again. Five stars. I hope she kept taking her medicine. Yeah, same. Honestly, that's... <laughs> jokes aside. Uh, oh, here's a picture of Caden, and she's got her hood up, and, and she's kissing the Garfield on the nose. Well, And then she's strangling sounds... him, and then you can see his, his throttled <laughs> neck. <laughs> Maybe maybe she's getting what she needs. I don't know. Yeah, that's kind of it. Could be a sort of a stressed all situation. In any case, yes, I got one of these ugly Garfields because I am an Amazon Vine voice and was able to find one for free, which means I don't have to use my own money. Hooray! Hooray! I'm just trading my personal information in form of <laughs> reviews. <laughs> Whatever. Uh. We always come to this this fork in the road of do we read the fake one first or do we read the funny, the, the real? I think this week we do real first, funny second. I was going to lean in that direction too. Okay, here's my real review of Ugly Garfield, the cat, the doll, part two. <laughs> the cat, part one. The doll, part two. Um. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> This little wretch is pretty much what he looks like, a creature that disturbs and delights in equal measure, though the scales may tip depending on your mood. You could ask, what's the point? You're throwing away money on junk, you say. Which, first of all, Vine Voice, baby, I didn't drop a dime. (laughs) And second, what's the point of any stuffed animal? Throw it on a shelf, throw it on a bed, squeeze, nuzzle, and cuddle it, massacre and destroy it. It's just a thing, and it's yours. What's the point of parody, too? To take something you recognize and to twist it into something else. That's what this little monster is doing. If you think he's funny, you buy him because he's funny. 
If you think he's ugly, you buy him because he's ugly. <laughs> if you feel like you need a boost in your life, you buy him. Because after a long day of work, there's nothing like coming home to an utterly detached, unhinged, and fully tweaked gorf to put your little worries into perspective. With him haunting your home, agitated but unmoving, maybe you don't feel so bad. And if you do, well, grab the little sucker and squeeze him. Notice how much of his bulbous eyes are covered by material. Poke his pokey whiskers. Throw him in your car and forget about him for eight months. You know what'll happen? You'll pull him out and it'll look like he was forgotten for eight months. But he won't care. <laughs> and neither should you. If you need a companion, uh, a foil to ground you in these troubling times you lead, by all means, he's your quippy, whippy huckleberry. Four stars, I guess I'll give it. <laughs> On the spot. Mm, yeah, yeah. Stars. The, the reviews are written. I haven't actually posted them. Maybe by the time this episode is up, they will be posted. Now, for that, that was my real review. So, we, yeah, any reaction was, to that? No, I mean, it, was, it was a great review. What do you expect? Uh, yeah, I, I that was the kind of thing I was like, Matt always sort of takes a step back and deconstructs the item of, and it's like, because these aren't products that you're seeking necessarily to fulfill your life. So it's right. You got to take a different perspective on the review and you usually do. And, and yeah, I was the, what is a stuffed animal? <laughs> but a miserable pile of secrets. Uh, I, I actually use that line in, in my bio for the current show that I'm in. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. I'm so excited to, to see it in print. Uh, to be to be just so giddy that someone put that in print under your name and have yeah. none of your friends ask about it. Exactly. <laughs> start zero conversation. People give me disconcerting looks and nothing else. <laughs> well, if I saw the show, you know I would you would hear a <laughs> from the mm -hmm. audience. Mm-hmm. <laughs> One of those pre-show laughs. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they're really getting warmed up. <laughs> Gonna be a good one, Sherry. Uh, all right, Sherry, here is my fake meme review of, of the Gorf, of the ugly Garfield. Uh, without further ado. When I was a kid, I used to get babysat by my grandma Mitzi. She wasn't really my grandma or blood-related at all, but really, what kid says no to having another grandma? My parents both worked, so it just became normal to spend a lot of time at Grandma Mitzi's house. The thing was, obviously, her house wasn't built around having kids in it all day long. Sure, there was a dusty old Atari and an old popcorn tin in the closet filled with quarters for the ice cream chuck, but not a lot else for kids to get into. Sometimes she would take us out to her family farm where there were other kids we could play with. This meant loading me and my brother into her van and heading out on rolling country roads. Ever since I'd accidentally opened the sliding door while we were moving... I had been relegated to the back seat, <laughs> where the only company was a window-cling Garfield. One day, I decided to bring him out on the farm with me. There were barn cats that always seemed to run away whenever we found them around the hay bales, and I guess I thought having Garfield with me would make them more likely to play with me, which I really wanted since I'd never had a pet. Like normal, we hung around the house a bit, but we were soon let loose on the grounds, and I made a beeline for the barn. Sure enough, as I rounded the sacks of hay, one of the cats caught sight of me and scampered away. But I figured I'd have the advantage if I climbed on top of the stack. And these were almost ten bales high, higher than any autumn festival attraction I'm used to seeing these days. I made my way to the top and sat Garfield beside me, then surveyed the floor from above. No cats in sight. Eventually, I settled onto my back and just waited. Until I heard a rustle. I bolted upright and turned towards the sound. There, in the open barn door, was my brother. A dried stalk of corn placed like a musket over his shoulder, palms full of mulberries. When he saw me, he called up, Come get some, we're in the tree. So I scooted to the edge of the top of the bale, only remembering Garfield once my legs were dangling over the side. I looked over the top of the stack and didn't see him. I went to where I'd laid down and got on my stomach to see if he'd fallen between bales, not enough light shone through, but I thought maybe I could crawl through at a lower spot and find him. I'd just need a flashlight from inside. As I jumped down from a safe height, my brother came chasing me, poking at me with the cornstalk. I ran out of the back of the barn and escaped to the mulberry tree, where a truce was called, and we both indulged. We stayed in the tree for a while until we were called back inside. It was time to go home and have dinner. 
Those rolling hills always felt different in the dark. Maybe because I was tired. Maybe because everything looked so different. Like a warped version of the landscape. Back at Grandma's Mitzi's, the TV was put on, the bowls, and dinner was put in the oven. When she called supper, I ran in and all but lost my appetite. Lasagna. (laughs) Garfield. I never went back. The summer was winding down and I'd be in school soon. The chances that I'd get to go to the farm were low. And the stack of bales was always changing. There was no guarantee that he'd still be there if I got back. I started to get really nervous that Grandma Mincy would think I stole Garfield or threw him away or something. And I was barely able to eat anything at all. Fighting tears the whole time. That meant by the time my parents picked me up, I was exhausted and dozed off pretty quickly in the car. I only woke up when I heard a rustling sound. Blinking sleep out of my eyes, I stared up into the dark. I was not in the family car. I was not in a car. I was in the barn, lodged beneath bales of hay. Staring upwards where the faint light of the moon fell through the window to the top of the haystack. Until something obscured it. Something small. Something with ears. And it sat there looking down at me. I could feel that it was looking down on me. I started to sweat and wriggled to free myself from the bales, and I don't know if it was me shaking the bales or if it moved on its own, but suddenly it leaned forward and fell. Fell down between the bales, down the cracks, down towards me, right onto my chest. And and it was horrible. Bugged out eyes and bloated body, mottled messy fur, and there was that rustling again. It was coming from inside the writhing, lumpy mass. I stared into its eyes, and I knew it wasn't Garfield, but knew that it was. It was my fault. I had done this. It rustled its nasty breath, until my eyes streamed burning tears, and I screamed aloud as blackness enveloped me once again. When my sight returned, I was in the kitchen again. But not at all. It was dark, warped, twisted. And there in front of me, he sat. And between us, a plate of unholy slop. Layers of slimy skin-like sheets with bile and spittle and blood. Eat, the voice rang out. No, I cried. Eat, the voice echoed in my head. No, I'm sorry. No, I don't want your lasagna. No, he boomed. Not lasagna. Creepy pasta. <laughs> and that's that. A uh, hundred stars. <laughs> Whatever stars I end up putting. Four, it's probably four because that's my real review. <laughs> I was, that's exactly how I was like, oh, this is creepy pasta the whole time. But that the joke was on me <laughs> because of course it was. <laughs> So the kid in the story, uh, turns out, was just taking ketamine, huh? <laughs> exactly. Found some ketamine He's in the barn. Tripping. <laughs> you know that that's that's what kills the mice, the ketamine. <laughs> those barn cats. And then Grandma just calls it Garfield. Whenever there's dead mice turn up on the on the farm, <laughs> oh, that must have been Garfield. <laughs> uh, parts of this are true. I will say. <laughs> Uh, there was a window clean Garfield, wasn't there? I'm I'm almost positive there was, and there was certainly a small boy who opened <laughs> the van door while it was being driven. <laughs> nothing, nothing that says Americana like nasty, ratty window clean Garfield. I'm sure that is part of <laughs> that being in like our subconscious culture collectively. Um, I'm sure it has a lot to do with ugly Garfield's success and the phenomenon that is. Uh, scary, horror, slanted Garfield <laughs> yeah. memes and memorabilia. Well, that's all. That's another me that's and it. me reviews in the books. In the books. Book them. Book them, Dano. We got lasagna. <laughs> uh, I have a review for kind of lasagna of a different kind. <laughs> okay. I have a review from Yelp here. This review is by Rachel C. She is a Yelp elite, uh, 2023. And whoop, whoop. 
all the way back to 2012, it looks like. Get Rachel. it. Nice. <laughs> I'm glad I checked the years because it reminded me that, uh, you know, the little nickname you get to do, Rachel. Rachel. Nickname C in the middle on Yelp. Everyone's got mm-hmm. their little nickname. Um, her nickname is Die in a Fire. <laughs> oh, I Rachel, love it. Rachel, Die in a Fire C. And her little subtitle there is The Forgotten Yelper. Wow. She's hardcore. Yeah, that's that's fucking cool and scary sounding. What Rachel is reviewing for us this week is a sushi restaurant in San Diego called Tanuki. Mm -hmm. Tanuki, as you know, are uh, Japanese raccoon dogs known for their uh, enormous engorged nutsacks. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, I've watched Pompoko, I know. (laughs) I know a thing or two, but why do they all got sleeping bags? Um, (laughs) Rachel has this to say about Tanuki. I came here the other night with friends. And, oh, I will say, uh, I brought this review not because there's something outwardly review party-ish about it but i think there's some some meat on the bones that we'll be able to to Mm. dissect Uh, i came here the other night with friends and was overall satisfied with my experience while i myself wouldn't come back for the rolls there were items i definitely could enjoy again this is a place that has its strengths and a place that as long as you know what's good it can be a go-to spot though it is a bit pricey I did enjoy many of the items. The corn appetizer is just a nice dish. The wagyu ponzu was quite good and delicate. The nigiri we got was excellent, as well as the peppers. Sake flights were fun. The cream cheese sticks were not visually what I expected, but tasted good. Not something I would need to order again, though. (laughs) While I didn't order rolls, I tried from what the group ordered and did not overly enjoy them i also had salmon sashimi and it was just fine but i didn't feel it was as fresh as some of the other selections parking can be quite difficult too but i know there isn't much to be done for that (laughs) at the price point i think it would be more of a special occasion place there were certainly other items i would like to try and well Try as well, but for the rolls, I would go elsewhere. Four stars. You didn't get Rachel. You didn't get any rolls for yourself. You you didn't get to pick a roll you like, gamer. I thought because I like peanut butter. Well, <laughs> no, Rach. Find something you like, then <laughs> try that. Yeah. Th- what's fun about going out with friends to sushi is you get to try everyone else's order, right? Everything's sort of for everybody. It's a free-for-all. It's a free-for-all. And you might find something you like more than you thought you would like yeah, it. Oh, my goodness. I would have never gotten a deep-fried tempura shrimp roll. It's so Tempura shrimp train. Gaudy. <laughs> but, but it is hitting. Thank you for letting me try it. But you cannot go in expecting to be wowed by someone else's order. Yeah, that's like... That is a strange thing that happens sometimes at restaurants. You order something, you try somebody else's food, you're like, dang, that's better than what I got. Mm -hmm. But when you like there's less than what you got, (laughs) why are you going to knock the restaurant for that? (laughs) You chose what you wanted. Yeah, she, like, there's no way she didn't, she's not getting her go-to fave rolls, you know what I mean? And yet she, she is such an authority on these rolls. Yeah. Trust me, I know. I tried some random rolls my my deepest <laughs> friends got. Rolls I don't even tend to like, and I, I guess what? I didn't like them here either. <laughs> Big surprise. But the corn appetizer, whatever the hell that means, wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. I, I have had a corn appetizer at a sushi restaurant. It's kind of oh, like- What's a corn appetizer? If it's the same thing that I had, it's kind of just like a- like a corn dumpling, sort of like a hush puppy-ish thing. Oh. Just like a little corn, fried corn ball It's thing. not a corn appetizer. It's a corn appetizer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think. I kind of pictured it as, like, you know, you get those little pickle flights at, like, Gourmet Burger Place Ooh, or whatever uh-huh. sometimes, where it's just like a pickle sampling platter. That, but for a little little, the little baby corn. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, maybe one's got some corn on the cob that's all fancy. One's got some just some straight up corn. There's cream corn. You're like, what the? How the hell do I 
take cream corn off a sample platter, but you know, that's not for you to worry about. I only have chopsticks. I can't eat this cream corn. What what else is something that's sort of a tickle? The the cream cheese sticks, dude. Oh, what are they? Let me repeat to you. She was listing the things she tried, and last but not least was the cheese cream sticks. Were not visually what I expected, Mm-mm. but tasted good. Not something I would need to order again, though. The shade on the cream cheese sticks. Yeah, I cr- cream cheese sticks. I'm trying to conceptualize what that what that means. Uh, I when you make sushi, they got those long cream cheesers. That you kind of like, you know, that you would roll up and then cut. But uh-huh. they're not just serving you a stick of cream cheese. <laughs> right, right. That's impossible. You'd hope not. So I can only think it's a mozzarella stick <clears throat> just with cream cheese cream. That's what I was cheese. thinking. Yeah. Yeah. It's a little gooey gooey. But if that's the case, what is so off putting looking about. A mozzarella stick. I uh, mozzarella stick is, is perf- perf- perfect. Could, right, it's just perfect. It's just a little brown, a little brown crustums, a little nug, and a, what a what a wonderful cross section. Mm. You know, it looks even better than a cross section of mozzarella stick. A cross section that you can't even look at what's going on because it's smothered in tomato sauce. Ooh, a dip them yeah. in a dunkum. Man, I remember when McDonald's had those for like two weeks. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like when we were in college, senior year, we'd go to McDonald's probably too much after improv practice. Just because, you know, you want to hang out more. Why not go get some burger and some some soda pops? Why hang at the union? Exactly. Kids there and stuff. Yeah, stinky. People studying or just being there. (laughs) <laughs> but uh, <laughs> um, I remember, I seem to remember all kinds of wild and wacky, <laughs> just off the wall. Yeah, throw it at the wall and see what sticks menu. I remember trying <laughs> McDonald's wings, some of the worst yes, wings I've ever had in my yes. life. And that I feel that was that McDonald's hot dogs. I think brats or something were also rolling at that Ooh. time. And then they said, "Hey." Let's be smart here. Late night breakfast, and the the earth shook. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's that's one of the of the many things COVID took from us. McDonald's breakfast all day. Why was was one of the worst? But you know what? You know what's weird about me and McDonald's breakfast? <laughs> what? This is probably interrupting time we could use for another review. But I, I gotta Bad. speak my truth when I. Want McDonald's breakfast in the afternoon. I always want like the pancake, sausage, and mm-hmm. egg platter that they don't serve in the afternoon. But I never want that at breakfast time. I always want an egg McMuffin. Huh? It's my curse. <laughs> it's the cross you bear. <laughs> There's something dang special about that big old styrofoam thing with the pancakes. Oh, I know. It look. It looks like you got something special ordered. Like, yeah. they don't use those containers <laughs> for that usually, but oh, homie, I'll hook you up. Let me just throw it in this thing. It'll be good. And it is good. It's good stuff. And it's good. Um, I'm looking at the sushi rolls. They look pretty good. I was looking for cheese stickums. <laughs> People just post some sushi pics, though. Probably because they like the sushi. Mm-hmm. Sounds like it's a good place to get sushi. Could be. Uh, you want fin- Should we- Let's just finish this episode yeah, off. Huh? We worked hard enough. Up. Let's just wrap it up like a little roll uh this has been reviewparty.com uh thanks for listening i hope you had some fun mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i had fun you had some fun Nod. dot 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 uh we got new episodes every tuesday that's right hashtag tuesday reviews day um if you come across uh an absurd or silly or goofy or funny review while you're tra- trapezing about the internet as <laughs> modern people do We'd love to see it. We'd love to talk about it on the show. Uh, send it over to us at uh, gmail.com. Reviewparty at gmail.com. First, you, you park your browser on the old gmail.com. You want to sign into whatever gmails you got. So you can send it to our gmails, which is reviewparty.com at gmail.com. 
and uh, include your name. We'd love to throw you credit. If you want to reach out to us in, in a hip, cool way, you can find us on social media at ReviewParty.com, on TikTok and Instagram, at ReviewPartyPod, on Twitter. Send us stuff there uh, or don't. I mean, it could be anything. You know how you know how much stuff is on there? Send us, like, just something you found, just some random thing. I dare you. Yeah, if, I mean, I, if you find a funny meme, send it to a review party Instagram. I'll laugh at it. We'll go. That'll oh. be like, hey, look what this dude sent us. I'll be like, ha ha ha. Be great. Be great. <laughs> love it. If you don't want to do that, I know it's it's a heavy ask. That's a big lift. And I don't want to strain you. You can go to reviewparty.com.com where you can find all the episodes, every single blog, including the the write up of the those Garfield reviews that I just read. Uh, other review things that are written about the shop lots of blue other stuff that you better you sneak around you might find something who knows i'm just putting it out there uh <laughs> or brent can tell you about stuff if if you'd prefer that uh nosebleeds love them they let us use their song bread for breakfast for a theme song you've heard it a couple times about to hear it again in a minute or so here uh yeah if you like it you want to try more songs by them uh, spotify is a great place to do it just search nosebleeds one word um i don't know follow us wherever you're doing podcasts we just got juiced we just got some uh our what stitcher stitcher our stitcher listeners have Stitcher's been juicing off. lately hi guys gals, appreciate you uh, stitcher listeners Good to have you stitching along, whatever they fucking talk about, talk like over at Stitcher. <laughs> Welcome to the fun hour. I tra- I went on that website and, you know, I had no idea how to navigate it. So I, I bet you're pretty internet savvy uh, homie using Stitcher, so props. Um, this, this ender here, this last review of the week is dedicated to our Stitcher listeners. This is a... Ooh, I got nerdy twice on this episode. We love it. Uh, this is an Amazon review for X Lives and Deaths of Wolverine paperback graphic novel by Benjamin Percy and artist Federico Vicentini and Joss Cassara. Uh, some yes. Wolverine comics collected in an omnibus type thing. This is written by Jill. She titles it A++++++ read. She writes, my son, parentheses, 20 years old, could slash couldn't slash wouldn't put the book down until he read everything. Five stars. Holy cow. Which one was it? (laughs) Quit or quit? (laughs) I think she was afraid to ask. (laughs) 